Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 902-1-O-M-G. I am one of your hostesses with the mostesses, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with Tori and Sissany, and it's a good day. How are you, ladies? Yay, yay. It is. I like your hair. Oh yeah, thanks. You have, I like that. It's like the perfect wave. Beach waves. I got a little it is. haircut. I so do that. Thanks, thanks. I was gonna go get a shag. You know, everybody's talking about the shag haircut, right? It's like everybody wants a shag right now. Tell me more. Is that true? This is true. It's true. I got a shag. You see the layers? I don't. I don't really usually have layers, but I have layers now, and I feel like it's. I feel weird. You feel shagified? I feel shaggy. You, feel like you, you got shagged? Okay, good. <laughs> I feel shaggy, like a shaggy oh. dog. <laughs> Put it out. Get it out of here. <gasps> yeah, I was scared. I was going to cut it short just to make you mad, but then I didn't. <laughs> and, then I, and then I backed out. You you actually sold me on it, though. Oh, Like when you showed me know. how it could look. Look, what if it was I this was short? Like, I think that looks cute. I don't well, know. Not like that, but like the way you like had it last when you were like showing, you were like maybe like this. Like, like a lob. Be- <laughs> yeah. A lob. Well, I chickened out. She has good hair, you guys. She doesn't have to wear extensions like me. <laughs> I do some. I have to wear hair extensions for certain things, but I've been trying to give my poor hairs a break from like all the processing and the extensions and your hair takes a licking when you're in this business, I tell you. And it doesn't keep on ticking. Uh-uh. That's the thing we never we don't know. <laughs> nope. We don't know this. Like when you're young and you're dyeing your hair or when you start putting extensions, no one tells you that 20 years later. You're going to be bald. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. 
Fro- like frog fur. You have like frog fur left. <laughs> oh boy. My gosh. Which sis won't have to deal with because all oh, the pregnancy hair, there's nothing like the pregnancy Yeah, but it hair. all falls out. Yeah, I didn't really ever experience pregnancy hair no. that I recall. It all falls out after mm-hmm. the baby comes and then you get these crazy baby hairs all around like the side of your, like your hairline. And mine grow in like devil horns and they stick up like this. <laughs> <laughs> I never really knew if that was like new baby hairs growing in or just hair breaking. I know it's hard to yeah. d- determine if it's, is that a yeah. breakage or is that new hair? I have yes. it too. It's physically the mother pulling her hair out. <laughs> you guys, something exciting's coming up. Oh, Love yeah. Miss Tori, you're in a new show coming out, right? It's coming out this week, August 23rd, yes. actually. Tell us about this it. This is true. A uh, new show, Messiness, on MTV. If you know Ridiculousness, it's one of their spinoffs, um, hosted by the incredible Snooki. Um, Snooki? Snooki. Snooki. You will love Snooki. I love Let me Snooki tell you. so much. I've never met her. Jen, Jen will love her. She's one of us. She's so awesome. Um, and I'm one of the panelists with uh, Adam Rippon and Teddy Ray. And it's all about embracing the messiness in your life. It's a clip show. So it's like internet clips we get to comment on and just have fun. I love wow, that. Wow, that is a successful chain of shows MTV's got going. Because there's right? ridiculousness, messiness. Yeah. Uh, deliciousness and adorableness <laughs> and I'm sure more to follow yeah I know I wish we had like coined that that franchise jeez Louise but yep do you have to get messy or no you just sit, no you just... I got to do really fun fashion forward things and it was really fun and there's really good lighting so I was really grateful <laughs> and um, I just got to comment on other people's messiness so that was fun that, you, that fun. sounds like something you'd be very good at I can't wait to see it. Okay, so everybody watch it. It's on MTV August 23rd all week long. Uh, I guess there's like more than one episode on a day or something, right? Isn't that how they kind of? Yeah, our first season, they're putting two episodes on a day. So it's a big week, lots of wine. We'll be drinking wine on the show. So drink it with us if you got it. Fun. Aren't you excited to go back to wine, sis? Very excited. Actually, when I was pregnant with my third I craved red wine. I crave the smell. Of wine? Yeah. Like, I, I'm satisfied if I just smell it. Like, I don't need to drink it. Oh, my gosh. By my third, I was like, oh, in Europe. And my doctor was like, yeah, you can have a small amount. So I would have, like, that much red wine would satisfy me, just the taste of it. Mm-hmm. Periodically. Oh, so I don't know. When I was pregnant, I was, it was like a lot younger. I was pregnant in my twenties pretty much and my early, early thirties. So I wasn't even a drinker then. Like I wasn't a wine drinker yet. So I know, oh. imagine if you were pregnant now, what would happen? <laughs> I don't know what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think of the same thing. I'm like, Oh my God. That poor baby would come out. Yeah. <laughs> it would come out red. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys, we have a jam-packed episode today. Chucky's back. This is episode 17 of season two called Chucky's Back. It aired in December on the 12th, 1991. Synopsis, Chuck Wilson, Samantha Sanders, old sitcom co-star and Steve's childhood nemesis, transfers to West Beverly after being kicked out of private school and brings up some old wounds for Steve. This is a very dramatic episode, you guys. 
<laughs> really dramatic. Oh, yeah, it was. Cause, oh, boy. Yeah. Isn't it funny that it's called Chucky's Back, which is like Child's Play, like Chucky, the doll from Child's Play, which Christina Lee starred in later uh, Child's Play. But was that later? It was before oh. she was on our show. Really? And now she's doing the new series. But isn't that just a funny thing? Like Chucky, Chucky's Back? Because that's why I feel like the sequel to Chucky was called Chucky's Back. It's just a funny haha. I'm like, I don't know anybody named Chucky. I don't, I think, I mean, isn't his name Chucky? Chuck or maybe Charles. Charles. But Charles. If I was named Charles or Chuck, I definitely wouldn't want to be called Chucky. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, our EP, Chuck Rosen. Mm. Chucky. Do you think that's why they named maybe it? Maybe we should call him Chucky from now on. Chucky. <laughs> I have a brother, uh, a half brother named Chuck. His name's Charles Parker, which is weird because that's a famous jazz musician. But um, <laughs> his name is Chuck, but I call him chunk uh unky chunky no, what? <laughs> i call him unky chunky because i don't know how that happened but maybe when he that's adorable had a little tummy i don't know but uh, my girls call him unky chunky too <laughs> <laughs> I like that well, it's better than chucky it's, it's with love we say it with love of course uh-huh you know i was watching this so it starts this episode starts out in the um the school right remember mm-hmm. Don- i almost called you donna you almost called her Donna. I just, I almost called, I almost said Donna. Remember Donna when. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Remember when we would do those scenes though in the hallway with all those extras and yep. um, it would just, because the background actors are not allowed to talk. They have to mime it. They have to like move their mouths or whisper it really, really quietly. So we can't hear it and the sound guys can't hear it, but they have to, it's hard to, like at mime, like you're just a normal person in the background of a scene, but um, they did an amazing job. But I just remembered hearing scuffle, 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 like feet, like steps, because what was our, we were talking, but everybody was walking so much in the hallways and it just echoed in there. All I could think about when I was watching this was the sound of everybody's feet. And then constantly <laughs> people going, walk quieter, tiptoe. Like they were so stressed about oh it. Oh my gosh. And then when we would have to be background in scenes where other people, like we were supposed to be at a party and we were, so we had to do the same thing, but we were never very <laughs> we good We weren't at talented uh, background no, actors. we'd actually be having loud conversations. Yeah. They'd have to quiet And us. get in trouble all the time. It's really hard. Try it, you guys. Sisney, try it. Try like, like well, pretending like you're talking, but don't. Oh, you're good at it. She even does the hand gesture. And look at you. Tori's good at it too. My mouth's smacking though. Oh, yeah. Making noises. Yeah. How do you do it without that? I don't know. Your mouth smack. It's challenging. (laughs) It's tough. But we couldn't have done it without them because, you know, there was so so many kids, especially in this episode. This episode was a lot of um, school stuff, a lot of filming at Torrance High School. It's like I saw parts of Torrance High School as West Beverly. That I had never even been to, I don't think. Well, I I was there in that scene, but I just don't remember them, I guess. You allegedly were there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess someone that looked like me was there. (laughs) This episode also starts out with a lot of, I don't want to say backlash, but teasing with Donna and David, that storyline. Kelly and Brenda are biatches to Donna. What the? What the? 
that's not very good friends. You should dump them. Because he's like younger and he's quirky. I mean, I guess I get it why Goofy. Kelly didn't wasn't like all for it, but just because of her, you know, her mom and Mel and the whole right. So many layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now her best friend is dating the oh. Yeah, that's just very convoluted. Because that, but does that mean eventually we became sister in laws? No, you would be stepsisters. Wait, wait, did Jackie, did Jackie and Mel stay married? I mean, we don't want to spoil anything, but if they were to end up together, mm-hmm. Jackie and Mel. Okay, okay. Then he would be my sister and you would be his wife. So that means you would be my sister in law. Ooh, yeah. I figured it out. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said stepsister. No, I thought you, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sister-in-law. That's cute. cute. I like that. That is cute. So in a roundabout way, it just all worked out to be family. And yeah. And so this is the, the little bud of their union together for the rest of the show. Uh-huh. This is true. They stay together, I think, because they're a really cute couple. You and David were a really cute couple. We were. We had lots of years, ups and downs, but it it ends. We think well. We'll see. Intent. We'll see in eight seasons from now. We'll wow. Mm-hmm. And we sort of introduce a new character named Chuck Wilson, who was on the Mrs. Sanders TV show. What What was it called? A Hartley, Hartley House. House was right. It? Mm-hmm. And he just happens to transfer to West happens Beverly to, High. and happens to ask Kelly to the dance. Yeah, what's Crazy that? How these things just happen. Why would she go with him? He's not her type. He's totally not her type, right? Maybe she was like, thought it was cool to date somebody that was an actor or something. I could see him being her type a little bit. You think? He wasn't terribly, he was a decent looking guy. Yeah, no, I mean, cute guy he just seemed kind of. Yeah, no, his personality. Maybe she didn't realize what type of personality he had. Right, and she was just trying to keep an open mind. Till the like, end. At least she had a good a date for the dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big winter winter Christmas dance, I guess. But yeah. It's true. It's all very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve is so irritated by it. Oof. From jump. Yeah. Chuck gets everything of his. His mother... His girl, his hair, <laughs> his shirts. His sh- they did kind of dress alike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I man. do wonder when I'm watching the show, why do they insist on dressing Steve like a 40-year-old accountant? I don't. <laughs> He's got like the shirt on with the pleated pants and the professional belt, like not even a cool belt, but like a dress belt, you know? I feel like that was like the look that was it in yeah you think sure? back to like vanilla ice and like bobby brown and like yeah they had definitely had pleated pants on everyone yeah, was okay. wearing those those pleated pants and always a belt and a tucked in you're right very loud mm-hmm. shirt now that you say that i i can see it but i don't know it just looks different on steve it looks yeah it does <laughs> doesn't i don't like it <laughs> no no it's always looked good in t-shirts, but then his t-shirts always had the little mock thing. It just said it was just all wrong. So Kelly mentions that she and Steve and Chucky were all in elementary school together. So that right. means that 
that's like a really long relationship or friendship that Steve and Kelly have had since yeah. they were in kindergarten. I like that. You know, yeah, I kind of li- I kind of was watching this and thinking, I really like Steve and Kelly together. Like they have so, I don't know, there's just a really easy sort of like banter between them and they mm-hmm. can rib each other and it's okay. I don't know. It's friends, but it just feels like, I don't know. I think that that was... I don't know. I, I don't know if they should have been together or not. I just, I, I don't want to see you guys kiss. We never got <laughs> to see it as fans, except for like that one kiss at that party or whatever. But like, I think that was part of the tease for the viewer is that. Will they, won't they? Yeah. Will they, won't they? Because you kind of could see it and you're okay with it. But when will we see it? Wait, wait, wait. Now I'm getting confused. What happened first, Brandon or Dylan? Oh my God. You're asking me? Okay. Yeah. You're, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was. Dylan. Okay, okay. Sorry, I got confused for a second. Yeah, I can't remember. So then I guess we could, after that, they just couldn't go back. I don't know. That would have been fun to see them, like, have a moment of, like, back togetherness at some point. Because they do have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's just cute how he's super protective of her and she's really protective of him most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that she was so sweet to him in this episode. I feel like for the rest of his life, Steve was like, she's the one that got away. But Kelly wouldn't have said the same about him. <laughs> but I'm sure he felt that way deep down. Like she was always the one. Somewhere. Yeah. Different lifetime. Yeah. We need to talk about the Chucky and Steve fight mm. and how he takes the blame for it. Um, but we have to take a break and we'll be right back. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. 
I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot com slash 90210. I was just looking over my notes from watching this episode because sometimes I like take notes while I'm watching it. So I remember what to talk about. Um, she takes pages of notes, you guys, by the way. I do. I take a lot of notes. I, do. I wrote down, Chucky is a tool. <laughs> that's my note. I feel like that's an accurate <laughs> note that yeah. you jotted down. Fair assessment. Yeah. I'm really glad he was just in one episode. I got to be honest. I, I tried to play the part of you and watch for a boom. <gasps> I, c- I couldn't. I couldn't. You How many booms? It? There was one boom. Where? <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed that it was only one. But yep, definitely where, one boom. Where, was where 
Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It might have been. Mm-hmm. It, it's usually, like I said, it's usually in the Walsh house. The foyer is a big boom situation or the kitchen. And then it's the um, newsroom office. Oh. It always creeps in there. So I didn't realize I was talking about how a play on the name, Chucky's Back, that during the episode, I totally missed this, but it's in our notes, that they actually make a nod to it of Child's Play 2. Mm-hmm. Um of the episode, sorry, Jack, Chucky's back. Um, and that is the one that Christina Lee was in. Right, Steve says something like that, right? He's, he comments on it. I missed that. I, 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 I heard it, definitely heard it. But it was it was quick. I feel like um, I was sad for Steve though. I mean, cause he already knew he was adopted. Right. But he didn't know that his, his other people knew. He didn't know that Chucky knew. And he didn't find out till he was 16. Oh, right. And then Chucky says, oh, well, I've known forever. I've known since I was seven or whatever. Yeah. That's and that's what harsh. sets him off. I mean, because he really yes. gets set off. Yeah, that's what starts the fight. Much like in real life, something ha- you you say that something happened behind the scenes during this sort of time frame when with this episode, right? Okay, so there's a moment in history of <laughs> BTS behind the scenes, 90210 history, um, that the boys gave the nickname, you know, like uh, El Nino. Mm-hmm. They gave Ian the nickname El Zino. Wait, El Nino, like the, the storm, like the, storm, the tropical storm, like, right? <laughs> that took everything hurricane, down. Hurricane. <laughs> hurricane. Wait, so they, they definitely, I remember them referring to him as El Zino a lot. So I don't know if it's this episode, but I know it was one of his first big episodes where it was a storyline all about him. And I think it's got to be Chucky's back. Maybe. It's a two-parter almost. It's a very pivotal mm-hmm. storyline. So, that's so good. That's such a good nickname that they came up with. Clever. Elzino. Very clever. And we still call him that, you guys. They gave him that nickname and he gets super embarrassed. <laughs> but um, allegedly, because we weren't there... Um, Ian, I guess there was some big scene that he had done and it had gotten cut and they didn't tell him and he was really proud of it. And he watched the show air and it was gone and he didn't know. And when he came to set the next morning, he might have uh, been like a El Zino through the dressing rooms. <laughs> I remember the, the, the day the storm came through. And you remember because what happened to you when you came into work? I don't remember that. When you went to the bathroom, what happened? I don't know. What happened? You remember <laughs> what happened to me? No, you you said it. You ha- you weren't there when I was in the bathroom. He went crazy and like and I guess he like some tore some some trashed some things like in his dressing room. Some doors but he or- might have our dressing room went to a bathroom and I guess when you went to go to the bathroom that morning and you went to pee, you looked and there was there was no like door handle or something. It had been, oh, there it had been was ripped just out. a hole. Yeah, <laughs> I was worried people were going to see me peeing. You were like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he trashed things? He got real upset. But the great thing about Ian is once you get to know him, you get a, you get a warning before the warm comes, the, before the storm comes. You get the, the vein in his forehead starts to pop, bulge out of his forehead. Oh, no. And you know something's happening. Something bad's coming. Here comes yeah. the storm. So from then on, yeah, 
that's accurate. We'd always be like, oh, Uh-oh. well, Zeno's about to come to town. Here comes the vein. Here comes the vein. No wonder he yeah. would get mad every time you guys brought it up. <laughs> we ribbed him so hard about it. To this day. Because we were trying to like, yeah, we were trying to like, call, like make it funny. It was funny to all of us. And we wanted him to like see the funny of it. But he, I don't know that he ever did. El Nino was originated in 1986. Here's some facts. And it happens, you know, periodically at different times, different years. And it's saying that it did happen between 1991 and 1992 as one of the years. And this episode (laughs) aired in 1991. Maybe we were in actually in the middle of El Nino Uh when El Zino came out. See, that's making even more sense mm-hmm. that this was the episode where he got that nickname. Yeah, because yeah. then, then like it doesn't come back to like 94 and then again in 2002 and 2004. So it's like, you know, not every year. But watching the show, I, could, I, I couldn't understand why he would have gotten so upset. Like I didn't get it. Like what, what he was, was in every practically yes. every scene. It was his storyline. He was the A storyline. And it was big, dramatic. You know, he loved the drama. So it was big, dramatic. Uh episode for him yeah oh my god brian tells the story better than anyone i wish he could tell the story (laughs) Mm -hmm. because he brian actually like will go through all the motions of mm, ripping things off the wall and like (laughs) he makes it way more dramatic than i'm sure it was but it's really funny i wonder if i was stuck in the bathroom like if i was scared to come out when you, because it was right by the bathroom when this is all happening. Take cover, just take cover. Yeah. <laughs> Crouching oh, in the corner. Wait, maybe you were actually, yeah, because you wouldn't have, if you if the handle was gone, you wouldn't have gone into the bathroom. <laughs> maybe you were literally sitting there peeing and just like crouching for cover. And he came around and just ripped the handle off. I like that version of the story. Let's make oh, okay, that. Let's it. go yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it turned into a real horror movie. Yeah. Is he going to get mad at us telling the story? I mean, does he listen? I don't know. I don't think yeah. so. They don't listen. They don't listen to our podcast. That's <laughs> true. That's <laughs> true. We can say whatever we want at this point. <laughs> El Zino. And apparently everyone like the, he went into the front where all the production people were and they were all just sitting at their desk and they were all just like terrified watching it happen. Yeah. And allegedly, see, this is how I get out of anything. Allegedly, Mm -hmm. this is what they do in the news. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, uh, the mail thing was taken off the wall. Yeah, like the everyone had their slots. All the mail goes in. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) allegedly, (laughs) it was on the floor. Allegedly, so funny. And allegedly, there was a giant hole in his dressing room door (laughs) that they didn't fix. That they didn't. Only time. He ever did something like this? Like that. Are you sure that was his door? Because don't the boys say, like, why the front office? Why the women's bathroom? And why, like, why didn't he trash his own dressing room? You're right. It might have been the women's bathroom door that he punched a hole in. As you're in there peeing. You were in there crouching for cover. This is why she has PTSD about restrooms. I never realized it. I I always think something bad's going to (laughs) happen when I'm peeing. Now it makes sense. El Zino came around right as you were trying to take a pee. Oh my god! <laughs> but he, but he, he really pounces on Chucky and fights him in the ivy. We really, mm-hmm. you think that was real ivy, or was there like a a mattress, like a <laughs> a bounce pad? You know when you have a fake fight and they have like a pad oh, that's yeah. poofy so you don't really fall on the floor. I was looking oh. for the fake pad in the ivy, but it looked like it was just a big <laughs> bunch of ivy. 
But he get he got really mad, and uh, because I would too. I mean, his, his mom in the dream. I love I love this episode though, and seeing the Hartley house on the TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just the cool. Big thick TV, giant little, but it was little and super weird. Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah. I, I thought those those little clips of them doing the filming of the actual like sitcom was cute. And it was. By cute. the way, the casting for his mom was her name was Christina Belford, right? Mm-hmm. That right. They looked exactly alike. I was. Before before the whole adoption thing came up, came up, I was like, "Wow, what great casting! The mother and son—they look exactly alike." And then I find out that he wasn't even her child. She she says to him, "I got you from the baby store." Oh, <laughs> terrible <laughs> dream. Yeah, but he gets back. He get he gets him back. He he fights him, and at the end of the show, he he gets back. And I love the moment when. Well, first of all, I just want to say I love the the outfit that Kelly is wearing with the driving the car. It, what, why is she wearing a, oh. a headscarf like a old lady? <laughs> what do you mean? I was thinking old school movie star. That's what they did. I liked it. Well, except for the, what was the movie star that got decapitated that way? Oh, with her headscarf? Yes. Are you, what are yes. you talking about? You watch a lot of horror movies. Is this you real? Guys, are you, is this like real? A, no, no, no. A mega famous. Yes. Alexa, Siri. <laughs> Hey, Siri. Who's the actress that got her head chopped off by her headscarf? It says Jane Mansfield. Is that right? Yes. Oh, my God. It's a true story. She was like, yes. So, so what's the story? It's falsely believed that Jane Mansfield died when she was beheaded in a fatal 1967 car accident. But the truth oh. is even grislier and much sadder. Oh, my. What is it? I don't know, but this accident looks terrible. What's the truth? I always thought that was the truth. And she is the mother of Law and Order, NCIS. Wait, what's that? Like the one that's a gazillionaire. She's been on that show for 20 years. What's her name? Mariska Hargitay. Thank you. Oh. Yes. They crashed into the back of a trailer truck, instantly killing everyone in the front seat. Says nothing about a headscarf, though. I'll have you know. (laughs) But it was like, so I guess it was a rumor that that's how she died. But it says it's out there. Miraculously, the sleeping children in the back seat survived. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Okay. This took a turn. Chucky's. <laughs> when the when the gang goes to the dance, though, I love a good dance episode when everybody gets together and has a dance. Mm-hmm. Brenda's got her usual dance move on. What do you call that move she does? She gets a freak on. She gets a freak on. And David is, where did he learn these dance moves? (laughs) When you were standing there as Donna and he was doing these dancing (laughs) moves, what were you thinking? Okay. So I can still remember (laughs) that night because we'd been filming like all day. And I was so nervous to have to kiss him for the first time. In front of everyone. I didn't even notice. In front of everyone. And this is actually the boy I actually like in real life. Like, it was mortifying in front of all of you to have to do that. I don't even remember him doing that dance. But now watching it back as Tori watching Donna and David, I was like, are you kidding? Ew, look at that dance. And Donna couldn't even move. He was doing such big moves. She had to just be like, right. <laughs> You were doing like a little shimmy. Uh-huh, that was yeah, it. I did one little like, yeah. I couldn't even, yeah. And then 
It was crazy. He like leapt up into the air and landed in the splits. It was like a whole. Maybe that's where I learned the flying split situation. From, I think he did them. Yeah, I loved this moment though. It was such a huge moment. Yeah, that was a good kiss. I know. It looked like a juicy one. It was. Ew, that's kind of no, gross when I say that out loud. <laughs> a juicy one. And then when I go, it was. Answer <laughs> you like that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us more. Ew. <laughs> I think I probably, we've talked about Banaka before, which no one even has nowadays. Do they even it's make like, that still? Banaka? It's pure alcohol, know. so probably not. It was the spray, but <laughs> I just remember spraying like every two seconds before that scene. I think we like, were addicted to it. I think I think that it really? was actually Possibly. alcohol. And when you use it, it like you want to use it more and more and more. Like my husband's oh. lip gloss. He, <laughs> my What did you just say? My husband has this, he has this Jack Black lip stuff lip gloss it's what well, i call oh, it as lip, lip gloss oh yeah i got it just to give him a hard time but he always has it and i'm like i think you're addicted to that there's something and other people have said the same thing there's something in it that makes you go back for more and more and more like you become addicted to it he can't be without it well you know like carmex that was a thing right i just like oh, saying yeah. all these false stories as <laughs> allegedly Allegedly, Carmex <laughs> had something in it that people would be like, it would really like satiate their lips and then it would make them dry again so that they had to yes. keep buying more, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I believe that. I mean, it's the same thing with Dave's lip gloss. That You're mean. I'm not gloss. mean. He thinks it's funny. Jack Black. Yeah, it's like a little tube of Jack Black oh. lip goo, whatever. Lip- it was like the actor. <laughs> I know. Is that his product line? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he has a he has like a, a line for men. Yeah, it's in blue. Skincare. Like, it's always in but the blue. But it's not his. It's just called Jack Black. It's a different Jack yeah, Black, who's Jack right? Black? I don't know. I thought, always thought it was his. It's not? I guess not. Jack Black the actor? Yeah. I don't know. What are you talking about, you guys? He has a beauty Why can't line? it be his? Maybe it's his. Siri, Jack- does Jack Black? <laughs> it's not his, you guys. Ask Siri. Is there a trademark thing with that? No, maybe there's more than two Jack Blacks out there. I mean, this is interesting. I really want I to know. Thought Uncommon it was him. Does Jack Black own Jack Black skincare? The actor and musician Jack Black is in no way related to the Jack Black skincare <laughs> brand. <laughs> I did, I honestly didn't think he was, but he does own the rights to headscarves and Carmax. So <laughs> we're screwed. Go figure that. Wow, <laughs> this is mind blowing. Guys, we're discovering so much yeah, today. We are. Well, that's what a podcast is for, really. Well, you know what? I hope Dave gets a lot of product from them now because we just promoted <laughs> them. So I hope he has lip gloss for life. If somebody came out with a Jenny Garth skincare line, but it wasn't yours, can't you? Like, isn't that wrong? Or Tori Spelling skincare. But that's so specific. There is no other Jenny Garth. There is no other Tory Spelling. But Jack Black's a pretty common name, no? I don't know. <laughs> there has to be some more Jenny Garths and Tory Spellings out there, no? You think there's other people walking around the planet named Tory Spelling? I don't know. Yeah. There's like a Justin Bieber, multiple Justin Bieber's. Can you yeah. ask Siri, are there two Tory Spellings in the world? <laughs> <laughs> ask. Was, this okay. is so fun. Hey, so Siri. much better than talking about Chucky's back. Yeah. Hey, Siri. Are there two Tory Spellings? In the world? That can't be. It's not like my name's Allison Smith or something. I don't know why I pulled that up, but like. I, I, she doesn't want to talk or about Jack it. Or Jack Black. You guys, that's a 
common name. Well, Jack and Jack is a common name, and Black is a common name. But the, the two of them together make me think of one Jack Black. Jack Black, the, the actor. Agreed. Do you think Jack Black is pissed that there's a, a skincare company named after? Him? I would think like, so. He, he I hope really? he gets free product. I think that he yeah, should, unless he like got to buy in a little bit or something. Anyway, wow. How do we get off on this topic? Anyway, Banaka, Banaka sent us here because you were nervous to kiss. You were nervous to kiss David. Give him a big yes. juicy kiss. Yes, <laughs> and you had to use Banaka beforehand. Yes, you guys were all looking. You know at where me. we always had the Banaka too? Well, either the makeup lady was always carrying mm-hmm. it in like our little bags of makeup. Every character had their own little bag of touch up makeup, or it was in the camera, like the camera. The box on the front of the camera always had like, it was like a little wooden box and they had it attached Mm. just under the lens and you could always reach in there and get gum, banaka, whatever you want. Didn't you always keep candy in there? Yeah. Like you could keep all kinds of things in there. Mints? Mm -hmm. Wow. In the camera box. Condoms, whatever you (laughs) did. I didn't see any condoms in there. I don't think you need that on set. Let's hope not. (laughs) (laughs) With this group, I don't know, you never know. So we need to dissect this kiss a little bit more, Tori. So Mm. you're embarrassed. You're nervous. Is your dad on set? No. Okay. So there's that. He was never on set. Okay. Like the only time I really remember him being on set. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Earmuffs is uh, Don and David getting married. Remember? And it was because it was like our last day of filming. So he just came to say. But it was more. I, I would have been more. I'm still more embarrassed having to kiss a guy I like in front of all my friends than if it was just my dad. Like, that would be, no. How many takes? I feel like they did it a lot of times. I don't know. But my heart was pounding during that dance scene. Pounding. Because I was like, it's coming, it's coming. Here it comes. And it wasn't just like kissing. I then had to like turn and say to everyone, like, yeah, see, I like him. So what? And it was like a big kiss. It wasn't just like a little kiss. Yeah. It kept going. It's a big moment. And there's always that scary thing that, like, do you stop first? Do you let them stop first? Like, if you keep going and they pull back, then it's like, oh, you wanted it. But it's, like, supposed to be on camera. So it's, like, I was worried about that. (laughs) And you know the other part about it is the lipstick of it all. Like, because when you kiss the guy, the lipstick gets all over them. Because they didn't have lipstick really then that stayed like they do now. Your lipstick, by the way. The power lips telling you people... That's some good, good shit. Good for kissing. Yep. Uh, but so we, we used to have to, like, we would always have on dark lipstick or whatever, red lipstick, whatever it was. And they would have to put powder on top of it, which was so gross. Like powder your lips and then you would kiss, but it would still get everywhere when you kiss somebody on camera. And then the oh, boy yeah. would look like he was wearing lipstick. It looked mm. like a horror film afterwards if you were wearing <laughs> red lips. Like, But this is the first time I noticed it and it reminded me that whenever we would do kissing scenes, Brian afterwards would always go like this with his lips. Give a wipe. And like wipe it. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it in this. I saw it. This is going to be like a boom thing because I saw it. I'm sure I'm going to see it in every single episode we kiss. He always did it. And it always (laughs) made me feel bad. Why? Like he was wiping off your kiss? Yeah. (laughs) How about he just didn't want to have lipstick on? Yeah, it was totally that. But I'd be like. (laughs) Well, at the dance, Steve really... Uh, gets even with Chucky. And my favorite part was when he, he like gave him a fake out, like he was going to hit him and then he went. 
<laughs> so you know smooth. I and Addit that, right? So smooth. Oh, yeah. So good. And then Dylan does it. Like, he goes like that. And it's so, like something's on your shirt. And then he pushes his nose up. <laughs> That's oh. a good one. So humiliating. You're dressed though at the dance. What in the? That's one of my favorites. It was really. I mean, you made it sexy, but the first looking at it, it's like a Mrs. Claus dress. Right? I thought it was a coat, and she was going to take it too. off eventually. And I remember they had those the, the shoes dyed the same color as the pink satin. Oh, that was a thing. Yeah, you had to dye your shoes the mm-hmm. same color. They were like satiny shoes, and you had to send them yeah. out to get dyed. I remember that stores like that in the malls. It was quite a look. We should bring those back. Diable. Weren't they called diables? Do you remember that? (laughs) I don't know. Siri? (laughs) Siri's fed up with us. She's like, this isn't my (laughs) podcast, girls. Well, we have some fashion and some favorite lines from this episode. Plus a few questions. Do you guys want to take a break and come back? <gasps> so much to get yeah. to. Yeah. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. 
they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, 9021, no, no, you didn't. Best line from the episode. What do you got? What do you got? See, let me put this in very simple terms. I don't waltz. I don't rumba. I don't foxtrot. I don't boogie. I don't dance. I don't even like being in the same room with people who are dancing. (laughs) Brandon Walt. Pretty accurate. I don't even like being in the same room with people dancing. (laughs) Kelly had a sweet line. No matter who or what you find out there will always be your family. And mine was from Donna, and it was when she finally kissed David and said, see, I like him. And if any of you have a problem with that, too bad. (laughs) So cute. All right. This is from Miranda. Now that Jenny and Tori are watching the show back as fans, do they have one favorite character or maybe even one they wish they would have had more screen time or a different storyline with? Hmm. Is it hard to differentiate the character versus the person because you know everybody so well? Mm -mm. No? No. Okay. So you're watching, it's like, it's a character to you still. Kind of. But like if it's like, if if I'm watching a scene with Steve, I I think of Ian. Mm -hmm. We had so many, you know, like our characters were so intermixed. We had scenes with, seemed like with everyone. So it's hard to say like, who did you wish you could have had more screen time with? I know. I got to be honest, you guys watching it, I'm really not into Brenda. Yeah. Is that bad? Well, no, it's, it's your opinion. It's your, it's honest. It's your opinion. You get to have it. And it has nothing to do with Shannon. This has nothing to do with her. And like, these were the, the pivotal years Mm -hmm. when like, I thought I'd be like the most into Brenda. Cause I going back and remembering, she was so cool to me. Like, oh, 
Mm -hmm. She was the lead and she was the cool girl. And like watching it back, I'm definitely like, I don't know. Like she just gets so dramatic about things and she's so like about so, so many things. I'm really like going back thinking I, I definitely like if I had to pick a friend in real life, I would be friends with Kelly. Like, like I like that character so far, you know, episode 17 into season two. Like that's the character I like the most so far. Just watching. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. I definitely feel those feelings. But yeah. I, I don't think that they did that character a very good service with the writing. Because they did. They made her so reactive that it kind of puts people, people off. her so much. Yeah. Well, she was very polarizing. You either loved her or you hated her. Mm-hmm. Brenda. There was people that was loved Brenda and there was people that didn't like Brenda. But why was that the intention? That's your like lead female. I don't think I it mean, was their intention. I think it just happened, right? Happened. It was the way the character was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we haven't answered Miranda's question whatsoever. I mean, I guess oh, you did. Okay. You said you you want to be friends yeah. with Kelly. But so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I think right now I would have to say David because he makes me laugh. And just I think watching the character of David, I, I want to see more of him. Mm. And now watching it back, mm-hmm. like I don't, I'm like not, I'm looking at it a different way because that was always who I liked in real life. So I was like, oh, it's always David. And now so far I'm like, ooh, what was she, why was she into David? Really? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But it's going to like, everything's going to change. Yeah, it's gonna like it's just, we're up. just ramping up. Mm-hmm. What about when you guys would get the script? Would you wish that you had more scenes with somebody? I was like, I'm sure because you had a crush on Brian, you would get the script and you're like... Look through all the pages. Like, yeah. do I have any scenes with him? I can remember yeah, feeling probably. that way. Like, if I was whoever, whoever I was had a crush on at that moment, which was there could have been many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I definitely was like, oh man, I don't have any scenes. I'm, there's no scenes with him. Uh-huh. Or whoever you were fighting with that week, you're like, oh shoot, that's <laughs> gonna be hard. Because like, yeah, we were like, I mean. We like we are like brothers and sisters. So, you know, it was like high school. So Mm -hmm. there could be one week that someone was fighting, but you still had to do a scene with them. Mm -hmm. Nothing major ever, but you know what I mean? Right. You got to be professional. Yeah. I hope we answered your question, Miranda. Do you, who'd you have a crush on, Jenny? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You made it sound like everybody at one point. She was covertly, allegedly saying everybody. Allegedly, so you yeah. So there's not just one person. No, if she was talking about one specific person. <laughs> well, so okay. that was her. Allegedly. I mean, I always had a crush like, on Luke. I'll be very honest with you guys. Okay. Yeah, that way he was like my crush for a long, long time. But it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't in the stars. <laughs> okay, next question. This is from Lisa. Who has been your favorite guest to have on the podcast? And did having them on bring back anything new for you both? My favorite guest so far has been Anne Gillespie because I could talk to her all day. I think she's, I love watching Anne, uh, Jackie and Kelly scenes because I can, they just look like they're actually related and they look like they're having fun mm-hmm. and they have a great rapport with each other. And so I would have to say Anne because I just love talking to her. I think mine would probably be Carol Potter. <laughs> But that's a mix between her and Stephanie Beecham, only because both of them, I knew them so differently back then. 
Like, I got to be honest with Anne. I still felt like a, a young girl again, a little bit like, oh, it's one of our moms. Like, I have to be respectful. It's like my best friend's mom. So I was just like quiet. But like Carol and Stephanie, I felt like, oh, my God, we were kids then. But now, like, we would all be like going out and drinking and like cursing and having fun. <laughs> There you go. We answered all the questions. That's good. I this Yay! this episode in general was was a good one. I feel like it, is it going to go on? Are we going to see what happens next episode with Steve and what he goes off yeah, on a bus right? to yeah, New Mexico? We mm-hmm. never have this. Is this our first cliffhanger? Feels like it. Feels kind like of it got really yeah, like serialized. Like and then that mm-hmm. became the thing for nine hundred two and zero. Every Wednesday night, it left you hanging. You're just like, "What's gonna happen next?" Well, week? I'm left hanging. I don't know where Steve has gone, and I'm very worried about him. Me too. He just gets on that bus. Greyhound. <laughs> What's our next episode, you guys? Uh, next episode. Oh, you guys. The next episode is the Christmas episode. A Walsh family Christmas. Okay, everybody, so watch the next episode, and we'll see you next week. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.